Hey everyone, and welcome to the Flatlining Podcast. I'm Matthew Handley from Flatlining.net, and as you may have noticed, we've been off the past few weeks, and the full-length podcast will be returning soon, we promise, and in an even better format than before. Don't worry, we're not changing much, we're just making it better and more interesting for you, our listeners. So thanks for subscribing to us wherever you're listening to us on podcasts, and for following us at Flatlining.net and following Fulcrum Strategies on Facebook and Twitter. This week, we wanted to present another Flatlining Podcast Shorts. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services released their annual updates to the Medicare fee schedule this week. This initial update cuts nearly 4.5% of the Medicare revenue for doctors. Now, this is for next year, so 2023. Cuts like this have drastic effects. It could cause a specialty group to just cut the amount of Medicare patients they have and pick up more commercial patients who may be on a wait list. That's so they can make up the profit difference. Now, I do want to point out that the actual 2023 Medicare fee schedule will likely not be 4.5%. No one in Congress wants to be that person who cut pay to doctors during a midterm election year. Needless to say, we at Flatlining and Fulcrum Strategies will be keeping a close eye on what Medicare does for 2023. Medicare rates fluctuate every year, and many times it causes headaches for doctors. And back in 2020, Ron discussed what would happen if every doctor was paid straight Medicare rates. Take a listen. A recent report by the Kaiser Family Foundation calculated the potential savings produced by reimbursing all healthcare services at Medicare rates. The savings were staggering. In 2021, employers and individuals will spend $859 billion on healthcare insurance and out-of-pocket expenses. The Kaiser Foundation calculated how much money these employers and individuals would save if private insurers used Medicare rates to pay hospitals, doctors, and other healthcare providers, rather than the substantially higher rates that they currently pay. Kaiser Family Foundation calculated that if private insurers paid for services at Medicare rates, it would save employers and individuals over $350 billion a year. That's a 41% reduction in cost. That works out to an average savings of over $2,000 per year for adults and another $1,000 for children. Just think about that for a moment. That means a family of four would save over $6,000 a year. Now, this could go a long way towards helping small businesses in this country. These kinds of savings would make healthcare much more affordable and drive down the number of uninsured in America. For many low- and middle-income families, an extra $500 a month is life-changing. So how do we make this happen? Why haven't our lawmakers already drafted the Medicare Payment Act? Is this a reason to push forward with Medicare for all? Well, like all things, life is not that simple. While the savings are attractive and would solve a number of problems, they don't come without side effects. And in this case, the cure is much worse than the disease. So before you start spending your savings or calling your representative to demand action, you need to look at the whole story. The first thing to keep in mind is that one man's expense is another man's revenue. Reducing healthcare spending by $350 billion a year by just reducing the reimbursement rates means that you are reducing the revenue for hospitals and physicians by that same $350 billion. Since a reimbursement rate reduction would not reduce any costs at the hospital or doctor's office, this revenue reduction would drop right to the bottom line. So what, you say? Hospitals and doctors have been living high on the hog for too long. 
it's time for them to take a little haircut. Listen, while I can appreciate that emotion, what we're talking about here is more than just a little haircut. It's more like a full head shaving. This kind of revenue reduction would have catastrophic impacts on the way healthcare is delivered in this country and would most likely make the whole system implode. Let's assume that roughly half the savings would come from hospitals and the other half from physicians. With that assumption in mind, let's look at how these reimbursement cuts would impact the average hospital and the average doctor. This country has about 6,000 hospitals. The average hospital has annual revenues of about $165 million a year. If our country's hospitals had to face reimbursement reductions of $175 billion a year, it would mean that the average hospital would face a revenue reduction of over $29 million annually. That's a 17% reduction in revenue. The average hospital's operating margin in this country is less than 2%. So where are the hospitals going to come up with all this money? They would have to significantly cut costs, which means staffing, equipment, etc. To be honest, many hospitals in rural areas would cease to exist, and large metropolitan hospitals would have to cut their expenses so drastically that the care you would receive wouldn't look anything like what you see today. Now, the hospital situation is the good news in this story. Things get even worse when you look at what happens to physicians in this scenario. All right, there are around 825,000 physicians in this country that actively practice and provide direct patient care. If those physicians took a collective cut in revenue of $175 billion a year, it works out to an average reduction of $212,000 per doctor. Again, since this reimbursement reduction wouldn't reduce their expenses, it all means that that reduction would come right out of the doctor's salaries. So how much would a $212,000 annual pay cut hurt? Well, the average physician salary in 2021 is projected to be $281,000. That means that our average doctor in this scenario would take a 75% pay cut and would end up only making $69,000 a year. How many doctors do you think would continue to practice after a 75% pay cut? Now remember that almost half of these practicing physicians are over the age of 55 and would most likely retire before enduring that kind of reduction. So while the thought of saving $350 billion a year is enticing, it's not without its downside. In this case, the downside is most doctors would be unwilling to work for that wage and our hospitals would either shut down or be turned into something that you might see in a third world country. As the great Paul Harvey used to say, and that's the rest of the story. Thanks for joining us on this Flatlining Podcast Short. For more healthcare news and analysis, visit us at flatlining.net and subscribe to my weekly e-newsletter, The Friday Pulse Check. The Flatlining Podcast is a production of flatlining.net and Fulcrum Strategies. Copyright 2022, all rights reserved. Be sure to subscribe to the Flatlining Podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. For Ron Howergan, I'm Matthew Handley. Have a good week.